OCN is the largest producer of events for mortgage professionals. We bring the action to you. See when we'll be in your area. Just visit us at www.originatorconnectnetwork.com. That's www.originatorconnectnetwork.com. People are like, oh, blame the DPA for the, for the, the delay or blame the DPA for the complexity. You may not have had a transaction to complain about if not for the down payment assistance program. This is Gated Communities, where we talk about everything you're not supposed to talk about in the mortgage industry. Sean Moss is Executive Vice President of Product and Operations at Down Payment Resource, and he knows that finding the right DPAs for your client can be time-consuming. But his company offers tools that automates the process for you. Their portal allows loan officers to enter in new client information, and then the program produces DPAs their company offers that matches with that client. Join us as we also talk about the common myths surrounding down payment assistance programs and how to help clients qualify for a mortgage. Thank you for um, joining me today and for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. And it, hang on, I've got some data and notes and stuff. I want to get them on the right screen so I don't look like I'm looking yeah, at okay. the ceiling here. Okay. Um, yeah. So thanks for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a fill-in for you. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I, I was just looking for someone who who's knowledgeable about this stuff, this down, main, uh, down payment um, resource. So I, I think it could be especially helpful for people um, this year when affordability seems to be the main focus for every lender, everybody in the industry. Um, and it's at the top of uh, buyers' minds. So just to get started, um, I was wondering if you could just briefly go over the launch of the company. I know it started around 2008. Um, if you have any uh, knowledge or background on that, I, I'm, were you with the company at its inception? Uh, no. We, so we were founded in 2008. Um, I've been here about 13 years, so almost since the beginning, uh, before we had a customer even, so pre-revenue. But um, yeah, we were founded in 2008, our CEO and founder, Rob Crane. I, you know, he, he had a, a long history in mortgage finance and real estate before that and founded the company because he basically just thought there had to be a better way to organize all of these down payment assistance programs across the country and then to bring attention to them, to bring awareness of them. Over the years, we've come to realize that there are some challenges and some misperceptions that we'll probably talk about here uh, that, you know, we've, we've tried to tackle and tried to overcome. But uh, you know, at, at the core of our company is keeping current and accurate information about all of the home buyer assistance programs out there so that prospective buyers can explore those opportunities. Absolutely. And it's an overwhelming thing for buyers and loan officers because, you know, it, it's dependent on the state that you live in. They have different programs um, and different grant options. So um, getting all of that organized onto like one platform and having one source that can help you is definitely um, useful for everybody in the industry. And for those who are looking to help um, underserved or first time home buyers. So, could you kind of explain some of the um, products that you offer, uh, the services you offer, and who specifically they're for? Yeah, absolutely. We 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 have sort of several different channels, but um, you you just created a great segue for what we do for lenders. So you're right; it is a monumental task to keep to keep up to date and to keep current information about all these programs. They're constantly changing at no predictable schedule. 
we have seen for now five quarters in a row, we've seen an increase in the volume of home buyer programs available. So there's more hitting the market now, which is an important point we should come back to. But for lenders, you know, we hear things all the time, and we've heard these for years. You know, they think down payment assistance programs add cost, uh, which means sucks away revenue, right? So harder to make money doing these programs. They add complexity, um, especially post closing, getting them off their books and getting them sold. Uh, there are questions about LO training and adoption. Are loan officers going to adopt and then understand and then correctly originate these programs? Um, impact on loan approval timelines. We hear this all the time among real estate agents. Oh, we, you know, I, I don't want to accept a DPA offer because that's going to extend or prolong or delay my closing for my seller. And then there's always concern about the availability or even the continuity of funding of these programs. So what we hear from lenders is we love the idea of down payment assistance. We believe in it, but we struggle with the economics and we struggle with the logistics. So we've built a series of tools to help lenders essentially combat those, those obstacles, real or perceived. So we have a directory of all of the programs available across the country. And that sounds daunting, right? There's over 2,300 DPAs across the country, but that's not really what a lender needs to know. The lender needs to know there might be eight or 10 in, in my market, or we're in, you know, we're, we operate in 10 states. There might be 30 that we're interested in. But wherever you are, whatever your footprint, we have current up-to-date records of all of those programs, and we're doing the manual work to make that data available to you. So we have a directory that gets used by people in product or secondary or capital markets, the people that make decisions about what we're going to originate on behalf of the company, like what products are we, are we offering to the market? Um, we have a portal for loan officers to, to very quickly and easily you know, enter consumer or borrower information, new client information, and see which programs their company offers that they can originate for that buyer. And then we have a consumer portal that's all about educating the, the, the public. So they can use that on social media, their websites, their email marketing. Um, and then we have a portal for underwriters so that once a DPA transaction hits their desk, they may not have seen that DPA for six months or two years, but we want them to have access to the current guidelines. So that was a, that was a brief overview of our lender platform. But the whole point of that platform is to make it easier to onboard DPAs to, to decipher among the varying requirements, to educate the LO and the underwriter, and thus reach more consumers. And we can talk more about how to expand that pipeline too. But that's that's an overview of our lender platform. And then maybe separately, we can talk about what we do in the real estate world. Mm-hmm. And you, you briefly mentioned the, the kind of prolifera- proliferation of these uh, DPAs over the past few years. So let's get into that. And wh- why are we seeing much more of them now? Well, first and foremost, there's a ton of attention on affordability. And you already said that. I've listened to some of your recent podcasts. It's been a huge topic. For us, it's been a big topic for years, for you know, 15 years that we've been doing this. But um, over the last couple of years, there's been more and more attention on affordability. Now you've got you know, limited inventory, increased interest rates. And I'm not here to forecast what's going to happen with interest rates, but they're not going to be two or three again, right? At least not in the near future. Um mm-hmm. So you've got that to overcome limited inventory. And you know, all of this just creates a scenario where it's harder to buy a home. And a previous generation might look back and say, five and a half, six percent. Gosh, that's nothing. I, my first home was 18. Fair enough. That was a blip in the radar too, though, right? So in order to, to 
promote and sustain affordability, some people need help. They're income and credit qualified, but they need a little help with cash to close. Or they're on the cusp of being income qualified. And with a little down payment or closing cost assistance, they can get over that that hump and they can get into a home. And most importantly, start to enjoy the the short term, but also the long term financial and other benefits of home ownership that accrue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, it's great that you're also working to educate the public because there's numerous studies on first time home buyers and even repeat buyers that they have little to no knowledge on these um, DPAs. Um, the biggest hurdle for a lot of first timers is the down payment. Um, and there are studies that show a, a significant um, amount of them are who lost out on buying a home in 2022 are saying, OK, well, I'm just going to save more for my down payment this year. And they have no idea, you know, that money can go towards, you know, other things, you know, that might be harder to pay for, like closing costs or something like that, um, or, you know, somewhere else along the home journey, but not necessarily down payment because there's just so many programs available to them already. So what are some, um, I mean, I'm sure that you've read a lot of these studies, too, of of people who um, are not necessarily up to date on what's available to them and the the lack of knowledge that um, first time homebuyers have. So and your company has already taken it upon yourselves to start educating the public. But um, do you also believe that it is the loan officer, the lender, the real estate agent's responsibility to educate these borrowers? Yeah, absolutely. So. I'm going to, I'm going to unpack like five different questions there. So one, we've seen studies that suggest that the home buyer education class that you have to take to access these down payment programs contributes to a reduction of default rates long term. That's an aside, but it's an important, it's an important aside to, to think about and consider. So as far as awareness of down payment programs, I mentioned what we do for lenders and you're right. Lenders, lenders are paramount here because no matter where the consumer goes to start their home ownership journey, which is typically going to be looking for a property online, eventually they end up with a realtor. Eventually they end up at a loan officer. Maybe they work with a housing counselor. We would hope they do. A lot of people, a lot more people ought to be working with a housing counselor along the way. But whatever lender you go to, you're looking at their products. Whatever products they put on the table, that's essentially your universe of opportunities. Unless you start interviewing other lenders and expanding your, your product options. We all know that not every lender originates down payment assistance programs or participates in them. Fine. We all know that of those who do participate, they don't all participate in every program in their market. So it's important to work with, with several lenders and find a lender that's right for you that offers the products and programs that open the door for you. And it's also important for the consumer to bring that to that conversation, to bring to the table down payment assistance, to come to the loan officer and say, I heard about a couple of these programs. Here's one in particular. I'd like to explore this $10,000 down payment assistance program. Now you're, you're creating this groundswell of demand among the prospective home buyer that they bring to the real estate agent, to the loan officer. That's sort of our goal. To prove that out, just a couple of things we've been doing in the last couple of years that that have expanded or we think contributed to the expanded awareness of these programs for consumers, we partner with companies like Zillow. You go search for a property on Zillow, you can find down payment help. Over a million consumers just last year um, searched for and found down payment help through their new DPA module. And um, Redfin doing the same thing. They're, they're now displaying down payment assistance information to consumers 
on eligible properties while that consumer is looking for a property. So we're getting upstream, right? Earlier stage, the people who are just looking and haven't gotten serious about financing. Um, Realtor.com as part of their For Everyone campaign. They're now offering the opportunity to find down payment help, even Fannie Mae. Um, on their Know Your Options website, they're offering consumers the opportunity to find down payment help. So all of these are initiatives and partnerships that we've created or engaged in in order to raise awareness ultimately among consumers, but who will who will then generate demand for down payment assistance among the lenders and the real estate professionals that are going to serve them. So mm-hmm. I'll pause there because that was a lot, but um, <clears throat> that sort of frames the uh, our view of how to increase consumer awareness of these programs. Yeah. And I think that that's especially useful partnering with Zillow when people are just kind of surfing the web and getting them uh, early on um, knowledgeable about down payment assistance. Because the first question you ask yourself, you know, to to determine whether or not you're going to buy a home is, can I afford it? So knowing about something like that could definitely impact your decision on whether or not to enter the market. So this year we have a lot of... um, the word recession is going around a lot and it's scaring a lot of people. But I mean, I imagine that, you know, using a, a resource like this is especially useful for anyone who in the industry who is finding themselves uh, struggling with volume at this point. So let's talk about how you can help people build up their purchase leads. Yeah. So I want to start with the the borrowers that are already in the pipeline. Over the last few years, we've analyzed about 3.8 billion in declined loan applications. So these were loan apps that the lender already marketed to, already originated, they took app, got to underwriting, and people are working on these, right? Well-paid people are working on these loan apps, and then they don't get to closing. So we found that of all of those declined loan applications, 33% of them met two critical criteria. One, they were eligible for down payment assistance at that time, and two, they were declined for a reason that can be directly addressed and resolved by a down payment assistance program. So what that means is you've got loans in the pipe that aren't getting to closing, but they're going through some phase. You're spending money. That's sunk cost that doesn't get recouped at closing. And they're being declined in this case for, we can't help with a property declination. We can't help with credit. A DPA, I mean, can't help with credit. A DPA can't help with employment history. But down payment assistance can obviously help with cash to close. If cash to close was the reason for declination, did anybody look at down payment assistance? You had the loan app, you had the borrower, you earned their business, and probably the business of the realtor that or the real estate agent or realtor that brought them to you, but then you didn't close, right? So you probably lost not just that that customer. If you're a bank, you probably didn't gain any depository, cross sales, anything like that. And then the referral relationship. But then that's just cash to close, right? What about qualifying ratios? If a loan app was declined for qualifying ratios, but everything else was intact, look at a down payment assistance program. One of the other byproducts of our decline loan analyses is that not only did we find that 33% of all those declined loans were eligible for DPA and declined for a reason we can resolve, which is cash to close and ratios, but the average LTV reduction for those, those loan apps that were eligible was 6%. That is a massive reduction in loans of value. And you're talking about going from, I'm on the cusp of trying to get an FHA loan to 
I'm well qualified for conventional, no upfront MI, no monthly MI, or it goes away rather at, um, I'm sorry, reduced monthly MI that goes away at 80% LTV. So all these benefits start to compound when you add a down payment assistance program. And all that was just the pipeline that was already in-house, right? And then you think about, okay, if we're out there talking to our real estate agent partners, to our real estate broker partners, to local home builders, and we're telling them, hey, we have we have this DPA program and this DPA program. If you've got first-time home buyers coming in the door and they're not getting qualified through one of your partners, let us take a stab at it. You know, this is one of the oldest, I don't say tricks in the book, but one of the oldest ways to get business is give me a hard one. Let me do the hard one because we have programs that can help. And then let me earn some more of your business. So, you know, that plus getting involved in the community, telling real estate agents what you offer, um, teaching first-time homebuyer classes, getting involved with community organizations. This is all boots on the ground stuff that, you know, when rates are 2% and refi volume is at record highs, nobody thinks about, but that's all gone, right? Bye. So now it's time to get back to boots on the ground. And we think that, you know, there are product solutions and some of these sort of boots on the ground tactics are great ways to go out there and earn business. Mm -hmm. And you kind of touched on this already, but I was going to ask you to compare and contrast getting, uh, you know, recommending a client an FHA loan versus going conventional with the down payment assistance and how that could be more beneficial to you. Yeah, well, and I'm not getting an FHA loan. I mean, FHA loans mm -hmm. are, are built for first time home buyers. I mean, you could basically say that. So, um, You've got some flexibility with with credit, with with income, with co-borrowers and things like that. And quite frankly, according to the data we've seen, more DPA transactions are done with FHA loans than conventional. Now, the, all those numbers are starting to rise. But um, with an FHA loan, you only have to have 3.5% down. Now, you do have the upfront MI and you've got more expensive monthly MI, mortgage insurance for those. I don't mean to use all these acronyms, but... Um, so, but then you've got some flexibility on, on other terms and FHA will allow all kinds of down payment assistance to be used. A lot of state housing, in fact, just about any state housing finance agency in any state in the country has FHA product offerings. So you can get an FHA mortgage through your state housing finance agency or one of their participating lenders and get down payment assistance with that. So that's great. And a lot of these DPA programs cover closing costs as well. If you're thinking about how to compete for a bid, if you're trying to win a property bid and you don't have to ask the seller for closing costs, that's more net profit for the seller. You just use the DPA program to give yourself a competitive advantage. Contrast that, not that one's better or worse, but just contrast that with conventional. There are 3% down options. There are 5% down options. You do gain the benefit if you can get to you know conventional financing of not having that upfront mortgage insurance premium that comes with FHA, and that's going to reduce your monthly payment, right? Because that upfront premium gets financed. You also have more affordable or, or less costly monthly mortgage insurance with conventional financing, and that goes away when you get to a certain equity point. Um, and you know interest rates are going to vary. You know maybe you can get a slightly better interest rate with a bigger down payment on conventional, but in the end. Every little bit you do to chip away at the loan amount, to chip away at the rate, uh, you know, all of those compound for lower payments, better ratios, and they start to open the door to more people, especially the, you know, in our estimate, or according to Freddie and Experian and Urban Institute, more than 30 million millennial renters who are mortgage ready today and probably don't know it because they suffer from some of these misperceptions like, 
I don't have enough down payment. I have to have 20% down. I can't afford a home. You know, I have a student loan. To the consumer out there, go talk to a loan officer. Have a conversation. Don't just give up because you heard something in the news. At least go have that conversation once. See the future of the mortgage industry at Originator Tech Live, March 22nd and 23rd at the Link Hotel and Experience in Las Vegas. Learn how top originators have made their loan processes leaner and meaner. See live demos of the latest tools and talk with some of the industry's top vendors. All in one place, it's Originator Tech Live. Sign up now at originatortech.live. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, just thinking about the first time home buyer mindset right now, I know things have calmed down a lot, you know, compared to last year and the, the previous years, but there's still being, you know, multiple bids on houses. Um, how Home prices are still pretty high. Um, no one is really that confident about, you know, purchasing a home this year. Um, you know, so it, it, it's pretty tough out there already for first time home buyers, but coming in, you know, you know, having the knowledge that you have a down payment assistance um, can help you be more competitive, I assume, in a way. Um, you feel more confident with that, with certain price points going up a few price points because you have that assistance. Um, you feel more confident going conventional probably than FHA because of the, the lower monthly costs and everything like that. So, you know, Talking about how how does this uh, how do these down payment assistance programs factor into creating a more uh, motivated and ready client for yourself? You know, I, I think be, being empowered financially as a consumer, I think is it's it's a paramount objective. It's what we all want most for consumers is for them to be financially empowered and educated. Um, as part of accessing down payment assistance, most most of the time, the borrower or the buyer will have to go through some sort of home buyer education class. We're huge proponents of that because you're learning not just about the home buying process, which is so important for a first time home buyer, but you're learning how to be a successful long term home owner, how to stay in the home. That's even more important, right? But I I would also point to what that sort of awareness and empowerment can do for a real estate agent and a loan officer. And in particular, I'll focus on the real estate agent. So, you know, that, that question started with a scenario where there are multiple bids and, you know, there's a lot of people competing for property. How do you give yourself a competitive advantage? We talked about, you know, a, a seller not having to pay closing costs because you got a, a, D, a DPA, a down payment program that allows you to use some of that money toward closing costs. That's a big advantage. But we get this question all the time too from, from real estate agents all over the country. And it was super, super common in the last two years. How do I frame DPA in the contract offering? How do I mention it? Do I mention it even? Our answer is every state is different. Your state laws, your state forms are different. So I can't speak to every state, but don't disclose more than you have to. That's the best practice we've heard over the last two years from real estate agents all over the country. Disclose what you have to regarding financing on the contract, but nothing more. If you don't have to disclose the source of down payment, don't. It's not the seller's business. You got your mortgage. You're qualified. If you have a pre-approval letter and it says, I'm qualified for $227,000, I'm making up numbers, but I'm qualified for $227,000. And I mean, what what more really does the seller need to know? In some states, you have to, you have to require more. But if you don't, then 
don't, right? Don't over-disclose. And I think that's another way that the consumer ultimately gains an advantage, but because the real estate agent is savvy enough to know that if I don't have to discuss source of down payment, I'm not going to because it's not their business. You've got a pre-approval letter. It looks the same as anybody else, unless you're a cash buyer, right? And that sort of equalizes the playing field. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, do you think that sellers have a negative perception of of where you get your down payment? A lot of down payments come from gifts, you know, a family loan or something like that. Do, do How much do they really consider it? Yeah, you know, I, maybe it's the seller, but every seller was a first-time homebuyer at some point. We, I, I think it's more the the real estate agents representing the seller. I see. And sometimes this can be for a number of reasons, right? Um, that agent had a bad past experience with a, a transaction that involved the down payment assistance program. So, you know, their their attitude towards DPAs is soured. Um, that could have been five years ago. And the loan officer that was doing that loan for that buyer didn't know what they were doing or, you know, what it could have been any number of things, right? It could have been title. I mean, it could have been a bad appraisal. It could have been anything, right? But when there's a down payment assistance program, that's what gets blamed. That's part of the problem. A bad past experience, um, that can be, um, you know, that that carries with that agent. And then they just they just decide, okay, I, I need to avoid these DPAs. But I think it's the seller's agent that's in the seller's ear in those scenarios. Um, and, you know, this association with with prolonging the transaction or delaying the transaction or worse yet this notion that an FHA borrower is somehow less qualified than a conventional borrower and yeah. that was my point a moment ago they're not less qualified they qualified for a different product but they're qualified we don't we don't say i have an FHA preapproval letter or i have a conventional preapproval letter we even the loan officer will say here's your preapproval letter you're preapproved so, you know, does it really make a difference what kind of what kind of pre-approval it is? And some might argue, well, that's going to make the appraisal more difficult. I deal with it. I mean, in the end, if if you've got a borrower, I'll, I'll wrap with this. If you've got a borrower that is on the cusp, or if you're an agent, if you've got a buyer that's on the cusp of qualifying, but they need down payment help to get over that hump. You either get the down payment help and you have a client in a transaction and you get paid, or you don't get the down payment help and you blame it on the DPA and you you give up that opportunity and they don't get a house, you don't get paid, loan officer doesn't have a transaction. So, you know, people are like, oh, blame the DPA for the for the the delay or blame the DPA for the complexity. You may not have had a transaction to complain about if not for the down payment assistance program. So that's in our view, like flipping the script. We look at it as understand and recognize the opportunity and utilize it, become expert at it and use it to grow your business. Yeah. And I think people will will begin to understand that if they haven't already this year, because again, you know, pipelines are just shrinking. And over the past two years, you kind of had these really clean, pristine borrowers um, lined up at your door that you didn't have to do much work for, maybe not have to look at down payment assistance or anything like that, because you had these people coming with amazing credit scores and all, all cash, ready to do all cash offers and things like that. And, you know, it was generally kind of, 
what we've been hearing from loan officers is that's generally what they experienced over the past two years. And this year, they're expecting more of the naive uh, 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 first-time home buyer or more underserved borrowers, you know, you know, low income, low to medium income coming in through the door that you might have to put more work into. Um, so, you know, considering that, you know, these down payment assistance, even if it may cause a delay, is worth getting somebody in your pipeline, you know, just to just to, for you to survive throughout the year. Yeah. Can, can you imagine right now, like a, a branch manager or a sales manager saying to the LOs, don't worry about down payment assistance. We'll find a transaction elsewhere. What? <laughs> you, you need to be chasing every deal you can get. And you're right. We are, we are actually seeing so much more attention on DPAs among lending institutions as well, which is good. I mean, we've been preaching this for 15 years, right? Or more than that since our inception. But um, we're seeing a lot more attention in the last couple of years and really in the last three quarters, which coincides with what, right? Rates going up and the, the demand throttling and, and inflation kicking in and all this, right? So um, we like that. And, and there are a lot of lenders out there that are now for the first time coming to us and saying, you know what? We, we just never really focused on DPA, but we, like I said earlier, we see the value, we struggle with the logistics, help us. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're trying to help more and more lenders get involved. <clears throat> we're working with the state housing finance agencies and other DPA providers to help them promote their programs across all manner of partnerships and platforms to build awareness of these programs, of course, among consumers. But we started this conversation with the lenders paramount. The lender, the institution has to offer the option. And then the loan officer, the individual LO, has to originate that confidently and competently. And so I think, I think obviously the, the, the winds have changed, but we're seeing lenders start to adopt the right mindset and start to adopt the right logistics and tactics to, to earn that business. But more importantly, it's about to help those buyers that are on the cusp or, or help others that aren't even on the cusp get, cusp get closer and create more buyers. You know, we're trying to grow the pie here too, not just help lenders capture more share of the same pie. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I, do you have any specific, you know, success stories of people who began using your your uh, down payment resources and have grown their pipeline from using it? Yeah, I mean, I can send you a couple of case studies, but um, we've done a couple in the last year. Um, you know, one lender out in the Southwest that uses down payment assistance to generate leads. I'm sorry, down uses our down payment resource platform to generate purchase leads by educating the consumer about the availability of these programs and about the fact that they are, it turns out, a, a long, they have a long storied history of offering down payment assistance. And they're really trying to promote that. And they've done a great job originating a lot of DPA volume for many years, but they leverage part of our platform to broadcast that message to the consumer that, hey, homeownership could be within reach. And we as an institution have decided long ago, we want to offer the kinds of products and programs that can get you there. Um, we did another case study recently with another lender, a national lender, independent mortgage bank, that has grown their, their suite of DPA products that they offer uh, exponentially while, while using and, and as a byproduct of using our platform because they can quickly become aware of what's out there more, more quickly onboard those products. And those are just two examples. And then you can get to like <clears throat> the individual success stories. Um, I'll give you one. So mm -hmm. um, our CEO 
met, uh, or no, I'm sorry, who's this? This was a, a loan officer and a broker in Florida. We're working, a real estate broker, um, gave us the story. We've written it up. We've got some video on this. But this broker in Central Florida was working with a client and they were, they had been saving money toward a home, but uh, the home they wanted was too expensive. They still didn't have enough saved up. They were going to need several thousand more dollars. And single mom had children. And so before that agent just said, okay, well, you're going to have to go save money. You know, he just did a quick calculation. It would have taken like several years to save those extra few thousand, mm-hmm. but the price is going to go up, right? So that goalpost is going to keep moving. So they looked at DPA, they got with a lender, got her, I think it was $7,500 in down payment help. She got into the house. And like three years later, she had $70,000 in equity in the house. Kids had bedrooms, single mom got into the house, got her, got her family into the house. So that's, that's just one story, right? And, and I'm not making that one up. I can send you the video talking about it, but um, that's one story of how a DPA created, not saved, created a transaction in that moment, in that conversation, while that real estate agent and that consumer were sitting there talking, they partnered up with a loan officer and continue to create that, that transaction. But a family's life was changed and a mother's financial position in this world was changed dramatically because somebody took the extra moment to say, hold on, I might have a solution. Let's look at this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I would definitely like to see that video and any other case studies that you would like to send my way. I think this is in general, a huge topic. And I think people will, I mean, down payment assistance is for any type of market that we're dealing with. Cause there's always going to be buyers that need help with down payments. And, um, you know, especially first time home buyers, but I think people really open their ears this year um, to seeing what's out there. So I would love to see any case studies that um, you can send me and perhaps we'll, we'll work it into uh, the show or a magazine article and, you know, get more attention on it because I think it's, it is absolutely necessary. And it's a, it's a big chunk that people are missing. It's a huge puzzle piece. I think people are missing when they're like, what am I going to do this year? And they have no idea, uh, you know, the types of resources that are out there that could help them build these purchase leads. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We'd love to send some of that stuff your way. And, you know, I guess bigger picture, long-term part of our goals are how can we get all this data integrated, you know, leverage APIs, technology to, to get all this into loan origination systems so that, you know, again, upstream, right? How can we get upstream, get it into CRMs so that it's super easy for loan officers to recognize these opportunities in an instant without having to do any, you know, without having to do a lot of extra work. Um, and, you know, the, the topic when you invited me was leveraging technology to help uncover these opportunities. Mm-hmm. There's so much more that we can and have to do in order to build on the progress so far and get DPAs into, you know, listing platforms, get DPA into uh, loan origination systems, get DPA into the CRMs used in the, uh, you know, the real estate and the finance world. So that's, that's a, a big part of what we're we're intending to do. And it's a big part of our 2023 initiatives is to really start pursuing those more aggressively. Absolutely. And I think people, when you say technology, their ears are more likely to perk up because they're thinking about, you know, automation and how can I use this? Technology kind of has this cool factor to it, right? And I think that's what makes people kind of tune in and listen. Um, and then there are, you know, but once they begin to implement it, what a lot of people find is that this isn't as cost saving as I thought it would be. Um, and maybe it's because a lot of it's 
conceptual and um, and things like that. And it has been in use very much. But then there's some simple or, you know, this is kind of a pretty simple idea of, of, you know, this data collection around down payment assistance programs and then using uh, implementing that um, data into your technology, like your loan origination system or something like that. And that is something that could definitely create more leads for you, you know, and in a way that you already know how to do that and um, open the door for, you know, more clients to come through, which is, is amazing. And, but, you know, in general, the, the entire industry is kind of um, a lot of people believe that it's kind of uh, outdated in terms of the uh, technology that we use now, but, you know, I, using something like this is it, Kind of sounds like an easy, an easy upgrade, you know. I, I'm sure not building it was not easy, but you know, it's it's a kind of in the idea form. It was probably you know like why not have this? This is how it should be, right? Yeah, that was that was the dangerous vision that Rob had um, 15, 16 years ago, and he always says, "Careful what you wish for," because now he's the one out there solving the problem he wanted to solve. <laughs> but nonetheless, <laughs> here we all are, and so. Um, you're right. Technology is has got a cool factor and all that. But one of the things that we noticed, kind of the other side of that, is the more the more technology you add, the more it can become a distraction. And so, you know, we 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 aim to get DPA data, DPA opportunities, right in front of LOs where they're doing their daily business, and that's in the LOS system. Um, and think about CRMs, like. You know, where are all of these these clients being ingested from and how many ever make an application or write a contract, right? Make a mortgage application or write a real estate contract. Not all of them. Certainly, I don't know what the fallout is in a CRM, but it's got, you know, pretty high. So how much farther upstream can we get to that that early interest consumer to start that educational process to compel them to conversation with a loan officer to incentivize them to get pre-qualified? And that's that's what we want to do is is leverage that technology, work with partners that are equally dedicated and motivated, and get in front of those consumers that probably are or likely are qualified for a mortgage or very close, and just need to know that there is a path to success here. There is a path to home ownership, but you got to be working with the right people to get you there. Absolutely. And just kind of as an aside, you know, we write a lot about, you know, these down payment assistance programs that come out either by the state or a lender is offering a new program of that sort. We'll write it into an article and obviously we see the views of every article. And then there's it's next to articles about layoffs and recessions and home sales and the down payment assistance articles hardly get, you know, people would rather see the layoffs, but that's not really what's going to help you. It's just going to contribute to this negative mindset that you already have about how, you know, low origination volume is going to be this year. And, you know, down payment assistance, you see that in a headline. It might not be like the most exciting, <laughs> most exciting read you'll have all day, but it's going to be the most helpful thing to you. And, you know, it, in, in very simple terms, you know how it's going to help you. So, you know, I hopefully more people, the people listening to this will encourage other people to, you know, either use your resource or look more towards um, down payment assistance programs in terms of lead generation for this year. Yeah, you make a great point. You, ne you never hear down payment assistance and sexy used in the same sentence, yeah. right? And, <laughs> and, but then you think about like, what's the perspective of a sales manager, a branch manager, somebody that oversees production or production production teams? It's pretty sexy to have a whole bunch of new referral relationships, right? To win a builder, to win a big broker that's got 20 agents that are producing, right? 
that's pretty cool stuff. So that's that's what we're trying to incentivize. And those are the conversations we want to start happening. And so, yeah, we're, we're pumping out as much as we can about down payment assistance. And it may never be sexy, but we're trying to help people realize it can be a path to success. And, you know, just you, you got to adopt. You got you to come up with your process and you got to adopt it. It could, yeah, it could be the key to some loan officers and people in the industry, a key to their survival for this year, because we know things, you know, it, it like, just like everybody else, I have no idea what's going to happen this year in terms of, you know, recession or the severity of it or what the economy is going to do. But, you know, with such a dour outlook on everything, use every resource you can to, to help yourself. And this, and this definitely, definitely seems useful, especially for the buyers that we're anticipating for this year. So thank you again for um, coming on the podcast and educating us on this. Um, I definitely want to put out, uh, you know, more articles and, and things of that nature um, into our website so people can read more about it and what you guys offer. So again, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate the time. This is Gated Communities, hosted by me, Katie Jensen, for the Mortgage News Network. All episodes are produced by T.G. Kudem Peror and Matthew Mullins. Our head of multimedia is Mike Savino, and our editor-in-chief is Christine Stewart. Make sure you subscribe to Gated Communities so you get future episodes, and be sure to rate and review it so others can find it. The song you heard at the beginning was Wildside by Saint Society. And the song you hear now is Will You Dance With Me by Lala Nia. This podcast is copyrighted by American Business Media. Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com.